Welcome to the Effective Prayer Strategies Podcast with Prophetess Felicia Carter-Wade. Get ready for principles for a powerful prayer life. Welcome to the Effective Prayer Strategies Podcast, where we're giving you tools for an effective and powerful prayer life. I am Felicia Wade, and I'm so glad that you are joining me on today. I want to thank God for all of you, all of our followers, all of my uh, people who just always comment and share this podcast. I appreciate you, and I just want to let you know that I see you, and I know that you are there. Well, we're in the middle of a series that I've been teaching, a very important series, I believe, uh, in terms of prayer, is to make sure that you're praying in alignment with God's heart. We want you to be praying in alignment with God's heart. If you're praying in alignment with God's heart, then guess what? You are praying the will of God. There are so many people who pray and they're not praying in alignment with God's heart and uh, they're praying unlawfully. Some people pray unlawful prayers. Um, When you pray prayers that are unlawful, then of course, they're not going to get answered and you can um, begin to reap some things over your life where you'll have a backlash for even praying prayers, unlawful prayers. And so uh, so I always want to teach on making sure that you are praying in alignment with God's heart. Um, And I will be taking a a snippet from my book that... um, was published on last year called Effective Prayer Strategies. Uh, Last week, we talked about praying from your position of sonship. Well, this week, we're going to be talking about praying from your position, from your priesthood, your priestship. Um, here's a scripture in, uh, first Peter chapter two, verse nine talks about, but you are a chosen generation, your royal priesthood, you're a holy nation, his own special people talking about us as believers that we may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Peter says that we are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood, amen, and a holy nation. So I'm going to talk about these things today uh, in terms of how to see yourself as a royal priesthood or pray from your position of being a part of a royal priesthood. Revelation chapter five, verse nine and 10 says, and they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll, talking about Jesus, and to open its seal for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe tongue and people and nation. Listen to this. You have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. Did you read that? Did you hear that? Revelations chapter five, verse 10, he says again, you have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on on the earth. Hallelujah. So we got to learn to pray from that position of our priesthood. First Peter chapter two, verse five says this, come to him as a living stone rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. You also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood. Here we go again 
We are a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Amen. So we are a holy priesthood. That's the position that God has called us to. Now, you got to understand something about the priesthood. In the old covenant, the priest, the high priest, had many, many holy responsibilities. And one of the, the primary responsibilities of the priest was to go before the father and make us an atonement for the sins of the people, right? So that they could be cleared of sin for a year. Amen. Well, I'm going to give you some principles that you can extract out of that to take into prayer and to use as a principle for prayer, that priesthood, that priestly anointing that God has called us to. So here are three things I want you to understand concerning your priesthood, the position of prayer. We are called to minister to God through worship. The priests, that were, those were, were people who were called ahead to worship God and give us another year of being holy to the Lord or for us to come to God in prayer. Number two, we are called to offer spiritual sacrifices to the Lord. What's a spiritual sacrifice? Prayer is a spiritual sacrifice. Fasting is a spiritual sacrifice. Living holy and righteous is a spiritual sacrifice. Things that you are, are denying yourself and you are sacrificing what your will is, what you want to do for the will and purposes of God. Amen. So number three, you are to walk upright before the Lord as a spiritual priest, as a priesthood, as your position in your priestly anointing. You are to walk upright before the Lord. Now, listen, in the old covenant, in the old covenant, old priests would die if they didn't come before the father the uh, in, in a right way to atone for their sin and the sins of the nation of Israel, if they did not atone for those things correctly, they would die. Let me read to you out of a portion of the book. This is on page 58 in this book, Effective Prayer Strategies. If you have not gotten it, or if you have not read it, I recommend that you do. It'll take your prayer life up to a whole nother level. On page 58, it says, the second way of praying in alignment with God's heart is to pray from your priestly position. The high priest went before the holies of holies to bring sacrifices for the sins of the nation of Israel. This was a type and shadow that our high priest, Jesus, the righteous was to bring his blood before the Holy Father as a sacrifice for our sin once and for all. Because of the holy sacrifice that Jesus made, we now have a priestly anointing to go before our father on behalf of others, including people, governments, nations, etc. in prayer. I'm going to read that again. Because of Jesus Christ, our, our righteous sacrifice, we now have a priestly anointing to go before the Father on behalf of others, including all people, governments, nations, and etc. So we have an anointing as a, as a priest to go before the Father to intercede on behalf of nations, governments, people, 
Amen. Places, things. So intercession should be a part of your prayer life. You don't have to be called to be an intercessor to intercede on behalf of a people group, on behalf of a place, on behalf of a nation, on behalf of a government. That's all a part of your responsibility in terms of your priestly anointing that God has has placed us in through Jesus Christ being our sacrifice. It says, we bring ourselves to him as spiritual sacrifices to do his will. So we bring ourselves to the the father through Jesus as a spiritual sacrifice to do what he wants done in the earth. This is what Peter was talking about in the scripture. First Peter chapter two, verse five. I'm gonna read it again. It says, coming to him as a living stone rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. You also a living stone as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. It says, and so we are called, I'm gonna go over these three things again. We are called to minister to God through worship, the Levite priesthood, were set apart as a holy lineage and would be called upon to go before the warriors in battle on several occasions. They led the way in battle with shouts of praise and worship and with many victories as a result. So the tribe of Judah and the Levite tribe would go ahead in battle. Then we are called to offer spiritual sacrifices to the Lord. This includes praise and prayer. To name a few, intercession is a form of a spiritual sacrifice. We, When we choose to take time out of our regular schedule to intercede for those in need, it is considered a spiritual sacrifice. Amen. I found that many believers don't like to sacrifice anything. We don't want to sacrifice our time. We don't want to sacrifice our energy. We don't want to sacrifice anything. But we, as a part of our priestly anointing, have been called to a life of sacrifice, not to a life of selfish ambition. We have been called to a life of prayer. We've been called to a life of intercession. We've been called to a life of fasting. We've been called to a life of serving. We've been called to a life of of studying the word of God. That's a life of sacrifice. In other words, we're no longer living unto ourselves. Under the priesthood, they could not do what everybody else in the camp did. They couldn't, they couldn't go out and, and just live any kind of way as a priest. Well, we are called to be kings and priests unto our God. And so we are called to live a life style of prayer. We're called to live a lifestyle of sacrifice so that God can begin to use us and get the most out of our life. We cannot be ordinary people as believers. A royal priesthood, there's nothing ordinary about being a royal priesthood. There's nothing ordinary about being a part of a chosen generation. So what are we chosen for? We're chosen to give a life of sacrifice, a life of prayer, a life of dedication to the Father so that we can can provoke heaven to get involved with the affairs of mankind so that we can experience the peace of God on the earth and that we can get the kingdom of God pushed and reinforced the kingdom here on earth. But if we're not called to a life of sacrifice, 
then the kingdom won't advance. So how much more us giving ourselves to prayer, fasting, intercession, serving so that the kingdom of God can progress and move so that we can begin to, to put a, a um, put fire and pressure on the kingdom of darkness and pull people out of darkness into the marvelous light, just like we were, as Colossians says. Amen. And so as the high priest uh, went before the holiest of holies to bring sacrifices for sin of a nation was a type and shadow as our, of our Lord Jesus Christ, bringing himself, his blood, he gave, he lived a life of sacrifice. He gave his blood. How much more us live out of that priestly anointing so that we can invoke heaven on earth through us, through our lives, through our prayers, through our sacrifices. Amen. And so I want you to embrace your priestly anointing, embrace your royal priesthood. You are, you are a chosen generation. You're part of that chosen generation, that royal priesthood. And so your life shall line up with what we've been called through, called to through our Lord Jesus Christ. How is your life lining up? Are you living a life of sacrifice? What sacrifices are you making in for the kingdom of God, for this scripture to be fulfilled in your life? How is this scripture being fulfilled in your life? That you are a chosen generation. You are royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. We can't live any kind of way as a holy nation. We can't live any kind of way as a royal priesthood. We've been called to holiness. Listen, if the priest did not atone properly for his sin, there is a bell or a rope that was uh, tied around his uh, ankles. And if he did not live a holy life or did not get his sin atoned for properly, he would die in the presence, in the holies of holies. Well, thank God Jesus went once and for all to present his blood as our high priest to the holies of holies in the very presence of God and sprinkled it over the mercy seat so that we can gain repentance when we miss the mark and we can get right back up and right standing with the father and continue to live a life that's pleasing to God. And so as you operate in your royal priesthood, your priestly anointing be effective for the kingdom. Live a life of sacrifice. Live a life of prayer and intercession and help pull people out of darkness into the marvelous light. Amen. Amen. Well, take these principles, take these scriptures, read them, meditate them so that you can pray in alignment. Embrace the priesthood. You will pray in alignment with the heart of God when you pray from your priestly anointing to intercede. Repent on behalf of others who need help, who need deliverance. Amen. Repent on their behalf. Plead the blood on their behalf. Intercede on their behalf so that they can come out of darkness into God's marvelous light as your sacrificial life unto the Lord. May God be glorified in those times of prayer and sacrifices in Jesus name. Next week, we're going to talk about our kingly anointing or praying out of our kingly position. Last week was just praying from our sonship. This week is embracing the priesthood that we've been called into. And next week, we're going to talk about 
the kingly anointing that Jesus has given us. Amen. God bless you all. Let me pray for you, Father. I pray for your people. I pray, Holy One, that they will embrace this royal priesthood that they've been called into through our Lord Jesus Christ and that they will submit to you and live a life of sacrifice, a life of holiness, a life that's filled with fruit that pull people out of darkness as they intercede from their priestly anointing in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I'll be sure to make sh- you uh, make sure that you like, comment. Let me know how this blessed you, how you apply this to your life. And don't forget to follow for more content. God bless you.